Ladies and fellas, women and men, gather round, gather round. The Torchy and Dreddy show is about to begin. It is I, your host with the most, the one and only. It's your boy Torch. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, beautiful people? How we doing today? How we feeling? I hope not nervous, baby girl, because it's February and you know what that means, right? You know what that means, right? I hope so. And if you don't, well, that says more about your situation than you might think it does. For those who still ain't checked their calendars yet, I feel like I should be getting paid for this information. Like, if I'm keeping it a buck with you, we all grown here, man. And if you ain't got it, you probably ain't going to get it. But without further ado, it's the playoffs, baby. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Another game. That's right. It's the playoffs. Now, I know what you're probably thinking. Well, yeah, fool. It's been the playoffs since early January. Them damn Cowboys ain't win, and you ain't been the same since. And while this may be true, and I love to open a pod talking sports, trust me. I ain't really trying to go that route right now, you feel me? It's a whole nother other game going on, big dog. If you didn't peep the title, hey, man, it's cuffing season. And these the playoffs. Now, before we get started... I wanted to make sure that everybody was aware of what cuffing season was. The more episodes that have been dropping, I've been noticing that, you know, the listens been kind of going up. And I appreciate that for real. But with more listens, must mean more first-time listeners. So I need to do a real quick rewind so we all know what's what about what. So are we ready, class? I can't hear you. Uh, I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing. That's, that's copyrighted. You know I can't do that. Anywho. First off, uh, cuffing season is that special time of the year where people try to find their little boo thing, your little ting ting. Right? Typically, this is who you feel like you plan on being with for at least the rest of the year. Now, depending on your age or your situation, you might want to lock this down for the forever game. Some of y'all been single so damn long, it could be mango season, and y'all trying to get on one knee and leave the streets behind. Love is love, but come on now. Come on now, we met yesterday, and I'm meeting your mama tomorrow. Pump the brakes, Beetlejuice. Now, if you can't imagine being with someone that long, the next goal is to at least get to Valentine's Day. By the way, if you already booed up and been smelling his dirty socks and her stanky morning breath for years, this probably ain't the episode for y'all. I ain't gonna lie to you. Y'all already cuffed. Tied at the hip, bounded, synchronized, entrapped. Just know this ain't for y'all, and that everybody don't need to participate in cuffing season. Everything ain't for everybody. And often forgotten, but just as important, not everybody gets drafted in cuffing season. Now, don't be a Debbie Downer because Snapchat the only one texting you, good morning, goddess. You had the same four-month season as everybody else. Remember now, proper planning prevents piss-poor performance. So if you solo dolo listen to this, or you want to be in a better spot next season, Get ready to take some notes on some particular information that may enhance your situation. All right, boom. First up, scouting season. 
Scouting season starts August 1st through the 31st. From May through July, you had more than enough time to get in shape or get thicker than a snicker and put your picks out there for some attention. I ain't trying to head on that front. It don't make no sense to have them old ass picks on your page in August and asking questions like, what's going on? Not a damn thing, my boy. Catfishing is not the move. The people deserve better. A fire photo dump can really change your whole situation. Don't believe me? Look at all the clothes people grab off IG because they look fire, knowing damn well you built like a paper mache frozen cup. Listen, we got 31 days to go back and forth liking each other's pics and sending flame emojis to IG story posts. Now, the league-wide roster drafts start from September 1st to the 30th. Some of y'all might be new to this and not true to this, but having a roster is a very, very essential key to having a successful championship run. You can't be out here raw dog in the dating pool. It's pissing it. Putting all your fate in weird strangers. You just, look, man, you, you, no, no. It's some real weirdos out here, man. This cat done swipe right on Tinder, Hinge, Bumble, and Facebook dating. And you just think the first dude that showed you a glimmer of attention is the one? I don't care how nice he is. Nobody should be chasing behind you through dating apps like this. Something about that ain't right. Use a VPN and protect your peace, or it'll learn you quick. See, ain't nothing wrong with having a little roster during these times. Get you a Mr. Monday, a Mr. Wednesday, and a Mr. Friday. Pick the one that has the best vibes and the best intentions for whatever you need tended to. Then that person can be your Mr. Monday through Monday, a little process of elimination. Think of it as a job interview. Now again, before y'all kill me, this episode is mostly for the ladies. But the game is the game, so fellas, take what you need. Flip it how you need to flip it. I'm just providing this info so we can get a, you know, get a little bit better results this year. Because there's going to be a draft. There will always be a draft. Now, whether you're doing the drafting or getting drafted is totally up to you. But when the countdown hits zero, somebody going to walk across that stage and shake the commissioner's hand as they join their new team. So y'all still with me, right? All right. Speaking to those being drafted. Just because you've been selected don't mean it's time to rest on your laurels, right? There will always be competition. And while you got some leeway being the first pick or whatnot, your spot can get got at any time, dog. That selection ain't based on nothing but potential. Let me say this again. Your spot ain't based on nothing but potential. You might potentially become a wife, a forever thing, or you might potentially be another stick in a haystack, a moment in time, a glitch in the matrix, a cookie in the plum. Ah, you get it. You get it. The point is to stay hungry, earn your keeps. And if you were late to last pick, hey, <laughs> I ain't going to hold you, but you need to be working like a poodle in a pit fight. You feel me? But back to the timeline, though. So October 1st through the 31st are for tryouts. These are your date nights, your vibe moments, connecting with the other person, Netflix and chills, HBO and Max and Disney Plus if he ain't a broke boy. This is the time where you really find out, hey, yo, do I even like being around this motherfucker, man? <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, or was the text energy the real vibe? Because we've all been tantalized by someone via text, but in person, is drier than a Popeye's biscuit. Oh, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm bugging. Put that one on me. 
But yeah, y'all know. Also, be sure to understand that tryouts don't mean closed tryouts. This ain't just tryouts for the draft picks. You know what I'm saying? Undrafted players can get a callback for a roster spot at any time. Now, typically, they ain't nothing but just some rotational players, you know, help to develop the draft pick, keep you consistent. Don't rest on your laurels. Now, November, November is the preseason, which unfortunately means it's cutting season. Y'all seen them prices outside lately? Oxtail's going for $25 a plate. Listen, there's only so many dates you can sponsor, King. Time to cut the dead weight. I'm all for spoiling and, you know what I'm saying, showing a good time. But, hey, Tasha cool as hell, but she been experimenting too much with the potato salad. And she put chicken in her greens. I ain't never seen that before. Let the streets have her. From the 1st through the 30th, it's a royal rumble. Every man for himself or woman. The real will survive. Because up next is cuffing season. All December long, you at bay. You feel me? Like, let me, I don't think y'all understand. All December long, you usually with bay. This is that happy period when you're figuring out what you like and what they don't like. And your favorite color is baby blue. Or both of y'all like to eat Sour Patch Kids, which is a bad candy decision. Sour worms are right there. Sour Skittles are right there. You could even went for sour punch straws, but that's neither here nor there. The fact is that y'all are coming together and spending a lot of time with each other. I know in my own situation, listen, bro, don't text my phone. Don't ask me to help you move. Don't invite me to hang out with you. I'm probably with her doing shit I always said I'd never do. Man, if I'm just keeping it a bug, brother, we 20 episodes in on Love It or Listed. I'm happy, bro. Leave me alone. And in a nutshell, more or less, that's really what cover season is all about. If you need to know more in-depth details, go back and check out episode five. Just don't judge me. I was, I would see what had happened was I was just starting to pod. And yeah, it was rough. It was, it was rough. It was rough. Mm-hmm. Trick Daddy Bridge rough. But we got to start from somewhere, eh? Huh? Now that we're done updating the newbies, let's get to why we're all here in the first place. This episode is about the period that occurs January 1st through February 13th. Pardon my tardiness, but I was on CPT. It's the playoffs. I mean, what you think we doing this for? We trying to survive this period and make it to the Super Bowl. Valentine's Day. That's right. Valentine's Day. Now, I'm pretty sure I know what some of y'all are thinking. I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. I get loved every day. He always show me the world. I always give it back times two. That's the type I am. Boy, if you don't get... We got titles to win, beloved. Because the hope is, after the Valentine's Day Super Bowl showdown, you're supposed to be building a dynasty. At least that's the plan anyways. At least that's my plan. I don't know. You take it or you leave it. Best advice I can give you, though, is just be yourself. For real, for real. Like all jokes aside, just being yourself. Consistency is so important. And so is being you. You outlasted everybody, bro. Everybody. You came out the mud with it. You were there for the dog days, and now you're here for the celebrations. It's your title to lose. With that being said, the next tip would be be a little spicy. Step it up just a little bit. 
Now, I know, I know, I know, I know what I just said was be yourself. I get it. But what I really mean here is don't get complacent. Don't get so comfortable because you're here and that you stop. You got to always keep continuously dating your partner. Add a little razzle to your dazzle. I love a good Ritz cracker like the next person. But after the 20th cracker, it's just a plain old saltine. You got to add some tuna salad and take it to the next level. Damn, that was, that was kind of good. Another tip, decide early what you're doing for Valentine's Day. Yeah, uh, that's kind of big. Um, and routinely, the fellas, we don't really do a good job at that. Uh, so I need to say this. Do not, and I repeat, do not wait till the last minute for dinner reservations. Depending on what city you in, bro, they be booking these things like in December. Yeah, they be booking these things in December. And I know what you're thinking, but what if I'm talking to Shorty and it don't work out and we split in January? Then guess what? Another Shorty's going to be with you in February, bro. This is the whole point of the roster. Now you make a call back. Come on now, baby. You know what time it is. I'm looking for a co-pilot. I'm trying to fly this G4, G5 out here. You know what I'm saying? We flying to the sun. Da, 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 da. And you in there. Can't give you everything, but you know what I mean. That's the razzle and the dazzle. Bro, y'all ain't. Listen, if she swap out, then you just got a spot for someone else to go. Or take your mom's. Or go by yourself. Or you could just cancel it. Like, dog, you ain't paying no deposit. Come on now. Y'all just getting lazy. That's just lazy. And I don't care that Valentine's Day is on a Monday. Book that reservation mad early. Because these people ain't playing with these reservations. And I hate to see you at Chili's on V-Day arguing with the hosts about the two for 20 not being available no more. By the way, I shouldn't have to mention this, but if you go on to Chili's, you could just stay home and cook, King. Don't be so damn cheap, my brother. Think of it as a, uh, uh, an investment of sorts, if you must. But most importantly, think of it as just a player thing to do. Like I always tell you, man, you got to stay solid. No goofy business out here. Now, if Chili's is both of y'all budget, then you do what you need to do. Hey, everybody went to Chili's on. I ain't never going to act like I'm too good to be out there and doing whatever. You got to stay in your lane for sure. Step out if you can, but if you can't, nobody really can complain because the real point of all of this is just being together after all. Like just spending some time together, some intentional time where you're letting the world know, yo, it's my little thing thing, y'all you know I ain't? Mean? And don't listen to what social media tells you about that. If your pockets ain't deep enough for that, stay in your lane. The nice restaurant vibe is just if you got the coin for it. Now, speaking to the brothers who do got the coin, as you have noticed, I didn't say anything about the ladies paying. Let me save you a headache and some time, brother. Don't pick this day to be goofy with the bill, my man. I'm going to say that again. I've been repeating a lot of stuff. I don't like repeating myself, but I'm going to do it today because we need this information. Don't pick this day to be goofy with the bill. I promise you. I promise you that's not a good look. It's a date. Not a house mortgage. And if you thinking your funky 200 bucks should guarantee you some cooter, you probably weren't going to get that in the first place. If you want to pay for the cooter, there's a place for that. 
an app for that, a door-to-door service for that. Just be clear, this ain't that. And if you think she the type to use you for a meal, then you got more problems, my guy, and you need to fire your entire staff because someone made an error during the development process. Like, (laughs) what was your antennas? You know what I mean? Like, this one is on you then if it gets to that point. Because I always tell you to protect your chickens. But man, some of y'all will die freezing before y'all get that girl five bucks to get you a warm towel. And for the ladies that say, I take out my man too. Cool. We love you. We cherish you. We appreciate you. But we ain't talking to you right now. Not now. Not now. We talking to those that hasn't understood Brother Joe is paying for this meal. I thought this was just a regular fake battle for likes. You know, people saying something to get their likes, their impressions up. But then I had a few homegirls hit my line and I'm like, oh. Oh, this is for real, for real. Like, this is for real. Like, y'all really going through it. Y'all really out here falling in love and paying for every dinner, every event, every situation. Uh, That's not a man, beloved. That's a taxable expense. (laughs) Any of y'all saw that new Netflix movie, Tinder Swindler? Dog, don't this remind you of that? (laughs) Yo, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but yo, there's stupid, there's getting played, and then there's playing yourself because you stupid. Try not to be the last one. Now, when it comes to gifts, I'm not going to lie. I don't know what to tell you. Because every person is different. Every person has their own thoughts on things. I mean, it's, it's tough. The only thing I can say with full confidence is to be intentional and take whatever you're doing as serious as you want to receive it. You've been with this person for a while. It must be something that they mention that means something to them. Or more importantly, listen to yourself. Trust your own voice that's inside you doing something sweet or something kind. It's really not about necessarily giving what these people want as much as just one way you want to showcase your love for them. But I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping. Oh, and most importantly, when it comes to the gift giving, again, stay in your lane, man. If you can't cook, this is not the night. I know I said cook early, but if you can't cook, hey, man, don't do that. Your lover worked hard all day long, dog. Hungry and ready since you said you was finna surf and turf it up. They even took their allergy medication because you know the seafood be killing them. Ain't nobody trying to hear that the steak is burned or that the lobster tail may be a little salty. Stick to the boiled eggs and hot dogs you're used to and stay away from V-Day cooking. Experiment with dinner on the 15th with your side piece. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I'm just playing. Hey, hey, just hey. playing. We, hey, hey, no cheating. No cheating, all right? <laughs> all right. So let me think. Uh, we did the dates, the gifts, stop being cheap as hell. Oh, yeah. And if you think you possibly been on your best behavior and may do the deed, pace yourself. Pace yourself, big brother. Listen, I know you've been waiting, big brother, but you're going to be waiting a lot longer if you goof this one up. Read her body language. Read a book. Just don't read the same playbook you've been using on the past three babies. The reviews are in. And it ain't bad, but it ain't good either, you know?
And that's all, folks. Go out there with some real intention and motivation. Like Al Pacino said in Any Given Sunday, it's the six inches, the six inches right in front of your face. <laughs> Man, listen, I love that movie. I don't know what to tell you. Usually I'm picky with my flicks. Any Given Sunday is probably the best sports movie of all time, in my opinion. In my opinion, okay? Hey, hey, man, debate your mama. We're not doing that over here. I let y'all have Rudy and Hoosers for far too long. Any Given Sunday to me is a classic. I put White Man Can't Jump up there. Remember the Titans? He got game. If you notice, there's a trend here. Just be careful I didn't tell y'all how I found Juana Man to be pretty entertaining. <laughs> Hey, and the water boy is a classic. Adam did that one. He be missing on most of his movies, but he delivered on there. And if you don't like water boy, something must be wrong with your medulla oblongata. Now I know what you're thinking. Some of these ain't really sports movies. And you know what? You're right. <laughs> hey man, ain't no way about it. You as right as can be, but there has to be some type of story going on off the field of court, dog. Don't nobody really want to see Shep hooping in a trench coat and slacks dropping 30, 10, and 12. Now add a dude named Birdie from down the block who in the game, a kid named Kyle with hoop dreams and a debt to be repaid to Birdie, and boom, above the rim. I don't make the rules, dog. I don't make the rules. Now sports. So what y'all thinking about the Brian Flores situation in Miami? For those that don't know, but would like to, Brian Flores was the former head coach of the Miami Dolphins. He helped lead the Fins to the first back-to-back winning season since 2003, I believe. He's a solid coach, not perfect, but better than a lot more out there. A defensive-minded coach from the Belichick tree, Bill Belichick that is. He's also a black head coach, one of the few in the NFL, and at the time of his firing, he was only the second black head coach out of 32 teams. For one reason or another, I'll let you be the judge, but Brian was let go after winning eight of nine games. And at one point, he had seven in a row, and he also did it the season before that. So while he was unemployed, set up for some future interviews with other teams, he was hopeful that his head coaching career was not over. Because you see, in the last 32 years, only a third of all black NFL head coaches were ever given another opportunity wild, right? Hugh Jackson, Jim Caldwell, Romeo Cornell, Lovey Smith, Herm Edwards, Tony Dungy, Ray Rhodes, Dennis Green, and Art Shell. Of the five, six left their job with winning records. I don't have to paint the room green for you to see the leaves on the walls, do I? You get what I'm saying. Hopeful for a job with the Giants on a random Bill Belichick hits up his former assistant, Brian Flores. Now see, this ain't a video chat. I'm doing this all audio, so just close your eyes and ride with me for a minute. Close your eyes, man. Damn. Belichick. Sounds like you landed. Congrats. Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Flores. Did you hear something that I didn't? Belichick. Giants? Exclamation mark, question mark, exclamation mark, question mark, exclamation mark. Y'all see the excitement? See your eyes closed. You get to see all this. I'm only giving it to you because I got it. You feel me? Flores. I interviewed Thursday. Think I have a shot at it. Belichick. Got it. I hear from Buffalo and New York Giants that you are their guy. Hope it works out for you if you want it to. Exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Flores, that's definitely what I want. Exclamation mark. I hope you're right, coach. Thank you. 
Flores. Coach, are you talking to Brian Flores or Brian Dable? Just making sure. Belichick. Sorry. I f this up. I double checked and misread the text. I think they're naming Dabble. I'm sorry about that. BB. Flores. Thanks, Bill. Now you see now, you done fucked up, you know that, don't you? I see hey, what I'm saying. I, no, I, I thought... No, so, you know what I'm saying? You done I, fucked up now, you know that, don't you? I, yeah. I, <laughs> no, you done fucked up, don't you? I, no, don't you? Yeah. That's pretty awkward and embarrassing. By the way, if you still can't see the paint on the wall, Brian Dabble is white. Apparently, Brian Flores had had enough of the foolishness, and he said F it, and decided to drop a 54-page barbecue special class action lawsuit on the NFL, the Miami Dolphins, the New York Giants, and the Denver Broncos. In the lawsuit, Flores claimed that Dolphins owner Stephen Ross offered him 100 k for every game he lost so that he can gain better draft status. Ross also invited him to come to a yacht party and meet with a player, Tom Brady, about possibly joining the squad before he ultimately decided on joining the Bucks. Flores, because he understands this is illegal and he could probably lose all of his credibility as a coach, declined on both. Also in the lawsuit, prior to getting the Finns job, he claimed John Elway and the Broncos front office team came to the meeting not professional at all. He said it was clear that they were hungover or still drunk and were over an hour late. <laughs> Look, man, the man seems like he done had enough of the shit, if, if we call him a buck a buck. Black coaches have been through quite a bit in the NFL and are still going through it. Super Bowl winning coach Mike Tomlin has had 10 years, 10 years of winning seasons, the first coach to ever do it, and they were still trying to fire him this past season, even though Big Ben was out there throwing it in the dirt for like three years. Let me say that again for you. Super Bowl winning coach Mike Tomlin has had 10 years of winning seasons. The first coach ever to do it. And they were trying to fire him this past season. But he made it to the playoffs. Make it make sense, bruh. Make it make sense. We always got to work twice as hard. That's crazy. Ain't nobody ever did that before and they was going to fire this brother. Come on, man. Of course, the NFL would send out a memo within the hour of the lawsuit stating, the NFL and our clubs are deeply committed to ensuring equitable employment practices and continue to make progress in providing equitable opportunities throughout our organization. The league statement said, diversity is core to everything we do. And there are a few issues on which our clubs and our internal leadership team spend more time. We will defend against these claims, which are without merit. AKA, boy, if you don't get the NFL ain't trying to hear nothing he talking about. But can you imagine saying these claims are without merit? And you only have one black head coach at the time, one black GM who's on a hot seat. And zero black owners? I mean, come on, man. Come on, man. What they lace y'all J with? It gotta be the extracurriculars if you thought this was gonna work. Everybody saw that post and was just like, oh, that's disgusting. That's disgusting. And of course, they of course they would immediately remove it 
and put up another longer, more heartfelt uh, message. But that was the sin of sign. Like, we ain't with you, bro. They're going to try and cover this up like they hope to cover up them Gruden emails from becoming public. But if this class action lawsuit is granted by the feds, I'd be personally interested in seeing what they find in Discovery. Just saying. Who knows what happens? But let me be clear. I'm blackity, black, 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 black. And I know prejudice and racism when I see it. I'm wishing the most love and success to Flores, man. This league was so in a rush to prove they ain't racist that they crushed the minority in the quickness without looking at their own numbers which support his claims. Y'all don't want black coaches and when you get them, you do them dirty. What you're doing is to be commended and respected. All that other stuff with people talking goofy about, well, every team does this, or he just gave up his career for nothing, is just riffraff, bro. Nothing but noise. If you don't want to help, move to the side. Move to the side. Because what he's doing is shaking the table. And sometimes when you shake the table, one of the legs might fall off. And it need to, because it was built the wrong way in the first place. By the way, since the suit was revealed, there are now three black coaches. Mike Tomlin with the Steelers, Lovey Smith with the Houston Texans, the same Texans that find David Culley, a black head coach who overperformed with a lackluster roster missing superstar Deshaun Watson who's out dealing with sexual misconduct accusations. The Texans were going to hire Josh McCown. Let me be clear. They were going to hire Josh McCown who is currently a high school head coach with zero high-level coaching experience. I mean, the, the, the privilege just don't stop. <laughs> like, Come on, man. Come on. You got to read the room. And luckily, someone in the front office did. What the hell's going on out here? And after that suit dropped, they pivoted to Lovey Smith, who was already on the team, a part of Cully's staff, as just an assistant. Who knows what's going to happen with Brother Lovey? Because what this sounds like is you coach this bad team, and then when we finally get back going, yeah, we're going to let you go, big dog. And the final black coach is Mike McDaniel, who was hired by the Miami Dolphins, funny or not, who is half black, half white, but looks lighter than my Louisiana folk. My Louisiana folk know what I'm already talking about. He passing, passing. And to make matters worse, here's his take. Yeah, it's been very odd to tell you the truth. This idea of identifying as something, you know, I think people identify me as something, but I identify as a human being. Uh, it, it, and my dad's black. So whatever you want to call it, um, I know there's a lot of people with a shared experience, but it doesn't make, you know, it, I'm just, it, it's weird that it comes up because the, the you know, I've, I've just tried to um, be a good person and, I think I think my background opens my eyes a little bit. Um, I don't have any um, real experience with with racism because, you know, I I think you identify me as something close to I don't know, um, but I know my my mom experienced it when she uh, married my dad. I know my dad experienced it, and that's in my family. But 
Um, I guess that makes me a, a, a human being that can identify with other people's problems. I bet you didn't experience any racism. That's usually how passing works. Next caller! Next caller! Next caller! Dun 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 so, the NBA trade deadline is coming gone, and like it usually does, boy, did it deliver. <laughs> boy, did it deliver. Talking about excitement, man. Hey, I love this game. I love this sport, and I love its pettiness. It's, it's petty. I love it. I love it. Be patient with your boy, as I'm going to attempt to mention every single trade that went down. All right, <clears throat> here we go. So we all finally got the trade. I honestly didn't think anyone had the cojones or chutzpah to make. The Brooklyn Nets will be sending James Harden and Paul Millsap to Philly and receiving in exchange Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first-round draft picks. The two picks are Philly's 2022 first-round pick with the right to defer to 2023 and a top-eight protected 2027 first-round draft pick. Damn. <laughs> I mean, it's Harden, but damn. At least it looks to me like the Nets won at, at the moment. They got all the depth at the key positions they were needing. The Nets didn't really have a center since letting Jerry Allen go back in 2020. They got that now in the mercurial Andre Drummond. Drummond is, I mean, he's a damn good rebounder. He's practically a rebounding machine who can hoop too. But sometimes, man, the boy just just seem a little off. He do some of the goofiest things. You know who he reminds me of? He reminds me of Zeke from Power. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, dang, you dope, but you're stupid, man. <laughs> I can't call it. I really can't call it. But hey, man, you also get sharpshooter and pure hooper, Dale's baby boy, Wardell's baby brother, Seth Curry. Now, if you've been following the pod for a while, you know I love Seth's game. The man got it out the mud. Nobody wanted anything to do with him, and he earned every spot at every level on every team. Gets buckets, and he gets busy. He'll space the floor and create in all the ways that they had hoped Joe Harris would have. Not to mention the reason this trade even happened. Well, half of it. Ben Simmons. Look, y'all can boo and, and taunt and do all that foolishness and say what y'all want about Ben. But Ben is talented. Ben Ben got something. Ben, <laughs> hey, he got something. They ain't doing all this hoopla and talk for no reason. And now he's on a squad with KD, Kyrie, Patty Mills, Seth Curry, Joe Harris, and in the mid-range area off the bench, LaMarcus Aldridge? That's a lot of people who can shoot the ball, dog. That's a lot of people who can shoot the ball. We don't really need you to do that no more, big brother. Yeah, yeah, just get back on your elite top three defense and run the offense like we know you know how to. And you know what? That was always a problem I had with his situation in Philly. If the man can't or won't shoot, don't get so angry that you forget what he can do. What he can do, he can do at the highest level in the league. <laughs> hey, hey, y'all tripping. Y'all tripping. 
Ben is clamps on defense and long as hell, which means less tough assignments for KD, which means even more efficient KD, which means even more efficient Kyrie. You see how this is working yet? You see how this is working? You see how this is working? Now, don't get me wrong. Philly ain't getting hold now. They just got the lesser win. But getting James Harden as the main initiator is A1 steak sauce. This is where James should have went before Brooklyn in the first place. When they still had Seth and the crew. My question isn't will they be a contender? Of course they will. That's that's low-hanging fruit. The real question is, how will Embiid last? Yeah, how will, how will he hold up right? We all know Joel is a problem. Because the boy ain't no joke. And clearly the best big man in the league right now. But the elephant in the room is that Joel hasn't ever played more than 64 games in a season. Last year was 51. He already at 42. I'm hoping for the best, but man, I don't know. Drummond was a big backup for him and gave him some time to rest. Gave him some time to skip some games, maybe. And now he's gone. Now, they did pick up Paul Millsap, who spent a few minutes at the position in Brooklyn and during his time at Utah. But this ain't young Millsap. This is older, wiser, my neck and my back Millsap. So, I mean, we gonna see, man. We gonna see. Right now, house money, for me, is on the healthy net squad. But Philly might have a fire run with less players and more role understanding. You know what I'm saying? Less people to pass it to. You know who's capo. You know who's co-capo. You know where the ball is supposed to go. Just a little. Sometimes simplicity offers a lot more clarity. And they also still got Tyrese Maxey and J. Cole. <laughs> and I'm talking about Tobias Harris, man. I'm talking about Tobias. I got to chill, but come on, man. Don't he look like Cole? You can't say he don't look like Cole. Look, Tobias is tough. He just don't need to be the number two option. The third seat is probably perfect for him. You know what I'm saying? Give me a little bit here, a little bit there. Stay a little bit out of the way. Play a little bit of defense. We all win. But back to it. The Przingis and Luka Doncic experiment is over after the Mavs sent Przingis to the Wizards with a 2022 second round pick for Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Bertans. This is sort of a solid move for both squads in my opinion. The Mavs, they get a utility knife in Spence and a shooting forward in Bertans when he's on the right track. And the Wiz get the former Knicks star and they get rid of Spence, who apparently was not well liked by several key figures within Washington. Yeah, uh, you should have went to the Lakers, brother. But I understand. Secure that bag first. You ain't wrong. The Wiz also sent Montrezl Harrell to the Hornets for Vernon Carey Jr., Ish Smith, and the 2023 second round pick. Man, to me... Trez is a hell of a player, but he just can't find home yet. He can't find a place to anchor down, and I don't know why. Now, Charlotte is only like two hours from his crib in North Carolina, so maybe this will be where, you know what I'm saying, where he stays. These is the area he's more convinced to, and it seems it seems like it's a pretty nice match so far. I think last night he had, what, 15 points, 10 rebounds? I mean, he stepped right in. They needed some toughness because that's a young team. They needed some toughness. They needed a dog, and now they got a monster, monster Trez. The Celtics trade 
Josh Richardson, Romeo Langford, a first and a first swap with the Spurs to get Derek White, which to me is a sneaky deal for the Celtics. Sneaky, sneaky, very sneaky, because they might have the shooting guard they want in Derek White. And the Celtics also got back Larry Bird. I mean, <laughs> I mean Daniel Thice from Houston for uh, Dennis Schroeder in his freedom and Bruno Fernando. If the Rockets buy out Dennis in a funny but not so funny twist of fate, um, my Lakers would be one of the many teams interested in picking him up again. Hey, yo, if we bring Dennis back, I'm cool because I ain't never really want to let him go in the first place. I thought the internet got him like cut, but yo, it's going to be awkward. It's going to be awkward. Could you imagine the conversations? I wonder if he walking in the building playing Jay-Z. When I come back wearing the 4-5, it ain't to play games with you. It's to aim it. He probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. He ain't, he ain't coming back to the Lakers. <laughs> Let's dead that now. The defending champs get Serge Ibaka in a wild four-team trade where the Bucks get Ibaka, the Kings second-round pick, the Pistons second-round pick, and some bread from the Clippers. The Clips get the 25-year vet Rodney Hood, <laughs> Simi Ogelier, I'm just trying to pronounce this as best as I can, I apologize, and Marinkovich. The Kings get Dante DiVincenzo, Josh Jackson, Trey Lyles, Michino, and Detroit's second-round pick. The Pistons get Marvin Bagley III, which is kind of interesting because Jeremy Grant is still cashing checks in Detroit. But hey, hey, what do I know? What do I know? Even though two guys play the same position, very young. I mean, what do I know? Maybe they're going for length. Uh, the Suns get Tony Craig and Cash from the Pacers for Jalen Smith in a second. The Suns also get Aaron Holiday from the Wizards for Cash. Hey, hold on. Real quick. That's kind of a wild, disrespectful, like a wild, disrespectful trade to trade somebody for cash considerations. If there was ever a we don't value you moment, it would have to be that one. Like, just for cash, dog. And this cash, unless people are wondering, it's usually like 500K now for me. 500K is, hey, man, I'll take that. But in the league, that's pennies. Oh, that's pennies. You know, now that I think about it, I wish I could have traded a few of my exes for some cash considerations, though. For all my heartache and heartbreak, might need to look into that. But back to it because everybody was making moves. The Raptors finally let Dragic go with a first-round pick to the Spurs for Thad Young and Eubanks in a second-round pick. Word on the street, Spurs probably going to be waving Goran, so the Mavs can swoop on in and he can kick it with his boy Luka Doncic because apparently they tight like that. And apparently that'll be one of those make him as happy as can be because he's that dude and I ain't trying to get fired signings because it really don't make basketball sense when Jalen Brunson is already there and he's hooping. But hey, more help can't hurt. I just don't see Lucas sharing the rock like that. That boy usage rate is in the top 10. Is you crazy? The Orlando Magic get injured Bowl Bowl and PJ Dozier and cash for a second round pick. At this point, Bowl Bowl, unfortunately, he doesn't experiment because the talent is definitely there. The talent and the knowledge is definitely there, but between injury and opportunity, my God just ain't really seeing the floor. Nikhil Alexander-Walker was traded twice, 
but he finally ended up going to the Jazz with Juancho Hernan Gomez. The Spurs get Tomas Sadoransky and a second round pick, and the Blazers get second round pick Elijah Hughes and one of my favorite players and Joe Ingles. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I don't, I don't even like him leaving Utah like that. But this is just more reason why Donovan Mitchell is probably out of there. He probably already got his bags packed and his mind made up that he probably gonna be going to the Heat as soon as he get the chance to. Speaking of the Heat, the Heat traded their 2026 second round pick for the Thunder's KZ Akpala. The Kings traded young prospect Tyrese Halliburton, sharpshooting Buddy Hill, and Tristan Thompson. Yep, that Tristan Thompson. Stay out of people's business, though, y'all. Stay out of people's business. They trading all that for the soon-to-be best big in the league, Demantis Sabonis, Justin Holiday, Jeremy Lamb, and a 2023 second-round pick. I don't know if y'all been watching, but since that trade for Sabonis, the Kings are 2-0 and look hella stable. Uh, good on them. With Buddy Hill, though, the Pacers now have one, two, three. The Pacers got four shooting guards. Hey, man, I have no idea what the hell's going on over there, but I have zero sympathy for small market teams that keep doing the foolishness. You're doing it to yourself. The Clippers trade Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson, and a 2025 second-round pick for the Blazers' Norman Powell, Robert Covington. Pretty fair trade in my book. Probably one of the fairest trades that happened. Now, neither team is going to be doing anything in the near future due to injuries or they just ain't built like that. But it'll definitely keep the lights on and keep the games entertaining. By the way, Dame, uh, come to the Lakers, fool. Stop playing. Yeah, stop playing these games. They don't love you like that. They don't love you like that. The Cavs acquired Karis LeVert and a 2022 second-round pick from the Pacers for Ricky Rubio, a first and two seconds in this year's draft. And for the last trade on my list, the Pelicans trade Josh Hart, Sadoransky, and Didi Lozada, a 2022 first, a 2026 second, and a 2027 second for the Blazers, CJ McCollum, Larry Nance Jr., and Tony Snell. Keeping it a buck with you, this is a pretty good spot for CJ. I mean, you could tell there's some love with him in the organization because they could have sent him to the Boondocks. But this is a great landing spot for CJ. Him and B.I. should really give the Pels a consistent one-two punch if CJ can stay healthy. And if Zion comes back and does what Zion is supposed to do, who knows? I just hate to see the Blazers split him and Dame because they really tried, Jennifer. They really tried. But that squad missed their window three seasons ago. The Blazers never got them a big that they needed and they never really prioritized defense. So here we are. Again, Dame, come to the Lakers, fool. Stop being so dang hard-headed. Call Bron Bron. We make that happen with two shakes of a lizard's tail. And that's it. There were no trades from my Lakers. There were no trades from the Knicks. Any other hoop discussion will have to wait because I is tired, boss. So I hope y'all enjoyed it today as much as I did. It's been a crazy few weeks out here, but as long as you stay solid and stay true, it'll all work itself out. Also, make sure you're drinking your water and staying out of people's business, y'all. Sometimes you just need to keep scrolling. Don't send that messy screenshot to your bestie. Not today, beloved. This is the season of love, which also makes sense because it's also Black History Month. We give out so much love and don't always get it back, even though we built this thing brick by brick. But we still here and will continue to be here because every day is Black History and not just the 28 days in February. 
Now, shout out to all the ladies, the fellas, baby daddies, baby mamas, side pieces, D-boys, scammers, boosters, students, workers, all that and then some. I'm wishing all of y'all the best luck come this Monday for Valentine's Day. For real, for real. This the championship. I done told you all that you shouldn't do. But remember, only you know what you should do. It ain't on you, it's in you. Peace and love, love and peace. We outside.